Hi there, I'm Gary Innes and welcome to the Cameron Connection, a series of interviews sponsored by Shinty Memories Scotland, where I get the chance and the pleasure to talk to some of the legends and legendary names from within our sport. And today I'm delighted to welcome Rena Smith to the programme and to find out a little bit more about Rena and our family connection to the game and of course where that famous Albert Smith Memorial Medal came from. And as always, we go right back to the very start. Well, I was born in Shawbus in the Isle of Lewis because it was wartime. I was only born there because my granny said to mother, you will come over here to have that baby, not when there's bombs dropping around the baby factory. <laughs> Just came back when I was maybe eight or ten weeks old to Inverlochy, to Lundy Road. Two years after that, Dondi was born and he was born in the village. Went to Inverlochy school and Dondi played shinty all the time and football. He was a great footballer. I remember this is what the shinty now, where he scored a goal from one goal to the next with a football. High school, I played hockey there, and he played the shinty. And, and the football, as far as I know. Can you remember when you first saw shinty getting played? Well, it would have been an envelope of school, I suppose. And did you ever pick up the camera yourself and have a wee shot? No, goodness sake, girls didn't do that at that time. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the done thing? No! <laughs> what a shame to you. Would you like to have had a wee shot? Well, I might have done, but I liked it. I played the hockey and that was fine. And what was it like growing up in Fort William at that point? Did you notice lots of shinty getting played round about you? Well, there wasn't a shinty team. It was school. And I don't think, if, I don't know if Fort William had a shinty team then. They must have had, but I didn't know anything about it. And I know that Inverloch is only a mile from Fort William, but you mean we had no reason to go to Fort William. You just spent most of your time in Inverlochy? Yes. There was the guides and the brownies and whatever the boys did. But maybe there's more things for boys, I don't know, but we just played around. And do you think that changed when you went to high school? Oh, yes, I we thought we were it. <laughs> All things changed. Different people coming in from Roybridge and Spainbridge and Barnaby and Corpoch and Malik and Aharifel and Kinlochweave and all these different people then came to Fort William High School when it was an Achintour Road. And how many pupils were in the school at that point? About 500, I think. 500, so that's quite a step up from Inverlochy Primary School to 500. Well, uh, well, Inverlochy School had big classes, and I'm sure there was 40 in my class at one time. And it was called Inverlochy Public School, I'll have you know. <laughs> <laughs> so now you're in high school, Rena, and you're playing lots of hockey, and are you travelling around to play hockey, or is it more just getting played locally? It was two of the teachers that took the hockey, and I remember going to different places, to Glasgow and Inverness, but I don't remember going anywhere with the hockey. And what other kind of sports were you doing at that point? Well, I was doing high jump and running all the days of my life. Were you particularly good at the high jumping? Well, I got as far as the Scottish schoolgirls. Got to the Scottish schoolgirls, you saw how rubbish you were besides the city slickers. It's one of the funny things that, as Highland boys and girls, when you used to go to the city to play shinty, you used to realise that actually you were usually better than the city ones, but in most other sports it was completely the opposite, wasn't it? Yes, yes. Tell us what happened after that. You left high school? Yes, left the high school, got a job. I was a receptionist in a hotel. I had three children, two girls and a boy. And when Richard went to school, he developed a, what I thought was a limp. Couldn't understand what it was, and it developed into a Perseus hip. Your hip, ball, and joint don't meet, or whatever they do, you know, and yeah. it left him with a short leg. So, to have that all sorted, he had to be a month in Calduffel on attraction and go out of there and wore a caliper for two years and a built up shoe in the other foot. I'm sure he thought I was very cool, 
but they told me the best way for sorting that was to make sure that he never put his two feet in the floor. You know, he had to leave these things on all day, apart from when he went to bed and put them on before he put his feet in the floor. It was not a very nice time, and he couldn't do the sports in the primary school for two years, which I think I felt more for him than he felt for himself. But it paid off being cruel to be kind, and he never looked back after that. That was it. And was he just daft and shinty and sports in particular from a really young age? Well, he was good at running. And once he got the caliper off, he got then into the shinty team in football. There is a photo here of a team, and I'm not sure how old they are, but they look to me about eight or nine. That was Fort William Primary. Uh-huh, because at that time I had moved into town. Now let's get a chat about the Albert Smith Memorial Medal, because obviously it's synonymous in Shinty. And tell us about Albert and who he was, please. Albert was my father-in-law. And where did he come from? And he came from Fort Augustus. And his two brothers played Shinty in the Fort Augustus team. There's the Fort Augustus Shinty book. And they're in that book. And you mentioned something to me the last time we spoke to you. Now, you weren't actually even sure if Albert Smith even held a shinty stick. Well, Albert might have done. And my own husband did, because I've got photos of him with sticks. But he never played a game. Is that right? As far as I know. And he died the year that Victor went to school. Loved the game. And himself and his father used to go to any games that were in the town. And definitely the Cardinal Cup final, that was a day out, no matter where it was. And do you remember the old King George V Park across from your house and your, your guest house? Absolutely. That's where the games would be, the Highland Games. And also the school would use that for their sports day. The high school anyway, for William High School. There would be football there, shinty there, Highland Games and children's sports be there.
your first choice for us there, Rena, with The Lord is My Shepherd, along to the bays of Harris Melody. Now, let's go back to Albert Smith and tell us, dish the dirt, was he a nice fella? <laughs> what do you expect me to say? He's my father-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> I want the truth, Rena, I want the truth. Oh, he was. He was one of these old-fashioned, straight-as-a-die people. And tell us, how did it come about that Albert's name actually got onto the medal, Rena? Well, after he died, my husband suggested to the Carmack, I suppose, that they like a medal for Man of the Match for the Carmack Cup final. So it was your own victor who put the proposal yeah, forward? Yeah, my husband, uh-huh. And can you remember what year that was? Well, I'm trying to think. He would have died in about 1968, so it was somewhere after that. But it's not so long ago since I saw the letter from the police in Inverness, would it be John McPherson's police in Inverness that was talking about it. But I can't remember exactly the date. And at that point, was it always yourself that's presented the medal since, Rina? Always, always, until the last twice, I think, it was Victor that did it. Well, but I thought, I'm getting far too old and ugly now to be presenting a medal to these young boys. <laughs> Not at all, goodness. Yes, at all. So, you know, looking back at those dates, you did it yourself for nearly 50 years then, presenting that medal. Oh, uh, yes. And is there any cup finals in particular that you remember, you know, watching and then presenting the medal after? Well, I'll tell you what I would do when the Camera Cup would be on, or any game would be on. I walked down the field because I couldn't bear to look at it. You couldn't bear to I look at the shinty? I we're getting beat. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, well, as one time I was in Auburn and William wasn't in it at all, <laughs> Katrina was with my daughter. I said, that was, I thoroughly enjoyed that. I didn't have to worry about who won or who lost. <laughs> <laughs> and as I saw this morning, Shona Robson, she was the Minister of Sport that day in Auburn. I see now she's got some other job in the government. You know, going back to a number of years back, can you remember who you first presented the Albert Smith to? Listen, I can't remember what I did yesterday. In fact, there were two days last week I had the wrong day. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was maybe from Newton Moore, John Campbell. Can you remember the year? Oh, the early 70s. Maybe you need to help me out with that. I think, well, I'm just having a wee quick look here. It was 1972, and you're absolutely oh, correct. It was yeah, John Campbell from Newton Moore. Right, yes. Before Kenny McNiven from Glasgow Midder Gale picked up in 73, and then on to Tommy Nicholson, Kyle's, and Duncan McNeil and Kyle's between 74 oh, and 75. Yes, let me run a few more by you and see if you can remember John McKenzie, 1977, Huey Chisholm from Newton Moore in 78, Tarzan Ritchie, 1979, George Nicholson oh, and yes, Kyles, uh-huh. 1980. I mean, there's just so many legendary names so, going through so, here. So many, and really, I didn't know these boys. Just, uh, they were names. And did you then go on to make friends with any of them afterwards? Ronald Ross and John McKenzie and Rab Ritchie. Yeah. Always met them at the games. And always so nice to meet them, especially when you have Absolutely. a connection. And then, to my disgrace, somebody would speak to me and I didn't know who they were. The thing is, because there have been so many winners of the award over the years, it's no surprise that you can't remember them all. Yes, I have a list of them all. And, you know, you can look back and say, oh, yes, 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 and that one. Dondis Margaret was very good at keeping me right. She knew everybody. That's how you should be talking to, not me. <laughs> I think, as I mentioned to you, it was Margaret that put you forward for this, so you'll need to have a word with her. I haven't brought that up yet, because I'm having the... I'm waiting, I'm choosing my moment.
A great selection of Gaelic waltzes there and one of Rina's favourites. Now, we touched on it a moment ago, but were you always happy when Fort William were in the cup final or was it easier oh, to go? Yes, it was always happy that, and that someone different was in the cup final and it's always good for some other team to win a final as well. And what was it like in old Annie's land back in 1992? Oh, yes, that was, the, that was a great day out. You know, I had friends from Inverness and they came down and it was excellent. It was very good. And were you there at the final, well of course you would have been there at the final the year before in 1991 when they lost 1-0 to Can You See? Oh yes, but I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> or choose not to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back at your own son Victor and the history of Fort William, and have you always supported Fort William Shinty Club? You were never tempted to support across the water for Kamali or up to Speen Bridge? No, no. At the game you get a bit hate up right enough, but oh, will never ever think of supporting anybody else but the folk. They haven't done anything big to annoy me yet, so I'm still there. <laughs> You're still hanging in, I'm glad to hear it, Rena. Ah, oh no, no, no. And then, if we move on another generation to your grandson, Victor Smith, but in particular to Zoe, who came through... Zoe, she was a good player. She was an excellent player. Oh, she really was, yeah, and, and one of the... Yeah, she was, she was... But, as a little girl in the pram, that was how Victor, her father, played with it, throwing a ball to her. Other children might have had a rattle. She'd <laughs> a, a shinty ball, and be thrown it back and forth to She never stood a chance of not playing shinty. And then, of course, Zoe went on to represent and play for Fort William first team and creating a little bit of history there as the first lady, I believe, to play for a first team. I'll tell you a wee story before we finish. When I came out of hospital, after having my second child and been in bed for three days, I had to go home via the Bucht Park to watch a semi-final of some shinty match, I'm not quite sure, Kamali, I think it was. And the son of that baby now plays for Fort William first team, Callum Shepard. Your whole family has been steeped in the game of Shinty Arena over the yes, last two uh, generations. Look, Neil Robertson and Adam Robertson, they're my nephews. I mean, it has been such a big family occasion and family affair for, for so many years for you all, hasn't it? Yes, it has. Oh, I, and I have a cousin, a cousin out in Lewis, and he used to come to the, you know, it was his holidays, and certainly his wife would be here, he'd be at the Kamenach Cup final, no bother at all. And what did it mean to you each year when the Kamenach Cup final came round? Great excitement, especially if it was in Fort William. You know, you would decorate menu with flags and lots of nonsense hanging out the windows, and oh, it was a great day. Albeit that I marched round the field and didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one time it was Fort William in the final, and I was walking round and I got kind of lost in whatever field it was. And I met this woman I had never seen before. Her boy was in the Shinty team from Fort William. She was from Auburn. And I said to her, can you not be able to look? No, she says, I can't be able to look. I'm standing round here. <laughs> it, was, it was really exciting and making sure that you had the right thing for the tea the night before and they didn't eat the wrong thing, whatever, whatever. And looking back to your own husband, Victor, and then your son, Victor, as well, with the, the Shinty in particular, did young Victor get nervous before big finals? He'd be out the back, balking <laughs> on the top steps. It is quite remarkable. In all my shinty playing years with Fort William and then with the north of Scotland and the Scotland setup, never have I ever played with a shinty player that literally was balking in the toilet before, and not just cup finals, before most games. Yes, that's a carry on he has. Tell you something, if you asked him to take out the dustbin, he'd be going, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, that, that, that was, that's a nervous thing. Yeah. 
And I wondered, you know, it's actually got me thinking because Victor and Addy, your son and nephew, have been the managers of Footrollium for a number of years now. Yes, that was, that was, that's a great, I'm really pleased about that. Yeah, I bet you. But, you know, I'm just thinking back, I don't remember him ever booking as a manager, but maybe, maybe he still is just as nervous as a manager as he was as a player. I, I don't think so. He's still annoyed, <laughs> but he doesn't vote so much, I don't think. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, you, you must be very proud with Victor and Addy being the oh, manager. Oh, both the same, yes. And of course, the family connection continues. It does. You know, Victor now, he's a good wee player as well. He's got a great eye for a ball. Yes, and there's little Archie McPhee now, who would be the great, great grandson of Albert. Amazing. And to think that one day that... Well, possibly not yourself, the time that young Archie gets to yes. playing with the first team, but he may also sport that medal yeah, around his neck one day. Victor made a shinty stick for him, or bought a shinty stick for him when he was, oh, before he could walk. I think that's the beautiful thing about the area that we were born and brought up in, is that as soon as you were old enough to walk, or even before you can walk quite often, you are given a shinty stick in your hand. Yes, and I know that any little boys that come into the world, that Victor always gives them a shinty stick as a gift. It's a wonderful gift to get, and as I say, long with that continue for sure. Looking back, Rina, throughout the years that you presented the Albert Smith Winners Medal, talk to me about some of your kind of greatest memories of the sport. Well, it's always good memories when your team wins. And what about the days that they don't win? The day that you don't win, you've got to take the wrath of the players if you meet them anywhere, as if it was your fault. And what was it like, for instance, when Fort William were playing in a Camina Cup final and they won, but the Albert Smith went to someone in another team? Oh, I didn't mind that. I didn't pick the winner at all. I'm glad nobody asked me to do that. But no, no, if the boy deserved it, he deserved it. I mean, I've become quite happy with that. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today, Rina. It's just been such a pleasure to get a blether with you. So many lovely stories. Well, not at all. You're welcome. And is there anyone you would like to thank or anyone in the Shinty community that you would like to say hello to or a, a thank you for all their support for over the years? Yes, I would like to thank Margaret and Dondi very much. Always wise to keep in with the sister and the brother-in-law. You just never know when you need a favour, Rina. <laughs> well, listen, a huge, huge thanks once again. And we'll finish off just now with your third choice of music. See you soon. Cheshire boys, the sport you find the hawk you hawk me soos, but when the crack and monarch snap out and hold my hoes, they join me against Kallak, but what you shine the noon.
Oh 